Hello, and welcome back to the Test Drive Podcast, brought to you by Sport Car USA. I'm your host, Lee Baudet. Well, welcome everybody to our Test Drive Podcast number 35. That's a bit of a milestone, I would say, Scott Nickerson. Yeah, it is. Scott Nickerson joining us from Sport Car USA. I'm Lee Baudet, your host. A little background on me. I've been a radio broadcaster for over 40 years. I host the series called Test Drive on the YouTube channel, and I'm the front man and host of Sport Car USA and a big, big car enthusiast my entire life. Scott Nickerson, we know you're a car enthusiast as well. Yeah, a little less long as you, but... Yeah, that's because of your age. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> this is Friday, and we usually release our podcast on Fridays around 5 o'clock. It is Veterans Day weekend, if you will. Uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day, uh, being observed by many people today as a federal holiday. Mm-hmm. want to wish all of you veterans out there a very happy Veterans Day and enjoy the weekend. And we certainly do appreciate the service that you have given us uh, at this great country of ours. Of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Today we're going to be talking about the Chevrolet Camaro. Mm-hmm. One vehicle I did own. I've had one Camaro in my lifetime, Scott. You, you, I think you've owned almost everything we've talked about except a Viper. Well, I like to try things out mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and not necessarily hang on to them too long. It, it's a disease. It is definitely a disease. Yeah, you need help. Uh, well, I, I need a lot of help. but We're okay I, with it here. Yeah. And if I had all the money that I've lost... By trading vehicles. You could buy another vehicle. Well, I would have retired at 30. (laughs) 30 years old, I could have retired. But I'm still working. Sport Car USA, baby. Yeah. That's for sure. The Chevrolet Camaro. I did own a 2010. Now, that was the first year they came back because Camaro was gone for a while. Yep. I had the Bumblebee one. That's a good one. And what do they call it? It was in the movies. It was... uh, Transformers. Transformers, which I had never seen before. Right. People were saying, hey, there's the Bumblebee card. I, I had no idea what they're talking about. I, I kind of figured it out. Yeah, it looks like a Bumblebee. But I love the back end of that Camaro. It had the round lights mm-hmm. that they came back with, and it had yellow. I don't know if it was called Canary Yellow or not. Yeah, I don't remember what their color yeah. name is for that. And the black color. striping. Yep. This 2010 Camaro, when did I buy that? I bought that... Maybe in 2018, 19, somewhere around there. Oh, so it was a used. Yeah, it was used. And it only had 5,600 miles on it. Oh, wow. So I thought it would be really cool to have the first Camaro that they came back with. And as the years progressed, they changed up the styling on it a little bit. Most Mm -hmm. notably, the rear end of it, the uh, taillights. That's that's what they usually do. or, Or, you know, the front end fascia. But I always liked the roundness of those lights in the Camaro when they brought it back. To be honest with you, it was not the smoothest vehicle I've ever owned. Yeah, I'm sure it was a little rough around the edges. A lot of blind spots in the new Camaro. That's what and, I. That's the one big grievance yeah. I have. The roof line is really narrow. Right. Um, you don't have a lot of windshield, and yeah. your side windows are super narrow too. Yeah. So, it was fun to drive, no question about it. I remember my daughter, who. Lives in uh, North Carolina, and she rented one once on a business trip. And she said, Dad, I loved it to start out, but then I went through Boston, and I could not see because of the blind spots. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like it'd be a fun, like, 
yeah. daily driver yeah. Yeah. sort of car. So that was the, the biggest complaint about the Camaro, I would say. But all in all, it was fun driving it. Uh, it was a, a manual transmission, which mm-hmm. I love manual transmissions, as you know, Scott. Can't find I, a lot of those. No, anymore. no, no. You've driven Camaros before, haven't you? Yep. Yeah, we, we had... Uh, I forget, was it like a 50th anniversary one? Sport Car USA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we had one here. Uh, it had like some orange uh, accents on it. It was in gray. Uh, really, really nice car. Right. I like the money, too. Like it sounded really good. Yeah. It had good power. Uh, and we ended up having it for a little while, and then someone bought it, unfortunately. Right. But yeah. we got to show it off at a few shows. Yeah, in, in just a few minutes, we're going to play the Test Drive series featuring the Camaro that's coming up in just just a few minutes it's kind of cool to go down to the warehouse these days Scott because it is November almost mm-hmm. mid-November but we're filling up with cars oh yeah and that's what I like it's pretty close to full I'd say there's a lot yeah. of stuff under wraps and yeah as we've mentioned many times we will buy um, sport cars this mm-hmm. time of year we we get a lot of them because people don't have the storage etc yeah this is the time of year where we buy more than we sell yeah I'd say so this upcoming spring of 2024 we're going to have lots to talk about oh yeah a lot of new cars coming in no question about them and of course now the newer cars are coming out it's it's really staggered now remember maybe you don't scott because of your (laughs) age here we go again but i remember when they had the launch of new vehicles in showrooms Mm -hmm. it would be in october or early november and it's like you couldn't wait they would have the new models out in blankets, all covered up. And yep. then it would and be a celebration. And... Like maybe on a Friday or Saturday, you'd go there and they'd have refreshments. And then here's the unveiling mm-hmm. of the brand new Camaro. And I think I think with the power of the internet, it's just... They don't do it anymore. It's online reveals yeah. and things like that. And people are making their careers out of doing car reviews. Right. So before you've even seen one of those cars in person, you've seen a dozen people's opinions on it. You've seen people track test it. You've seen everything there is to see about the vehicle. So I think that's probably a big reason that that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. And the manufacturers have staggered things as well. Yeah. It used to be all all the new new, uh, vehicles, the new models would be coming out at once Mm. within a matter of a week or two. So that's why they would have this big celebration at the car dealerships. Now it's staggered. Uh, One of our sister stores is a Toyota store, Handy Mm -hmm. Toyota. And they're still getting 23s in. And 24s. And 24s. Exactly. They have the new Grand Highlander that just came out. Mm -hmm. No big celebration about that. I was always thinking that there should be some kind of a celebration of a a brand new model like that. It's all online. It's all online, and they're all staggered. So I kind of miss those days. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, those were definitely before my time. And, uh, you know, you'd look at the magazine and see the prototypes maybe. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to fruition on that Friday or Saturday when they have the unveiling. Yeah, well, who knows what's going to happen with the Camaro now? Right, with the exactly. Loss of a lot of V8s. Yeah, um, maybe it'll, they'll do a hybrid version like the Corvette did, like an all-wheel drive right. V8 Camaro. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, I but. I think it will definitely come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, the nameplate in I itself mean, is legendary. It went away for a while. It did, and then came back. Still, it so. did. I, I really believe that will I come back, and I believe the Challenger will come back as well. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what all these big companies do if they transition them to evs and keep similar styling right. or just push the names through yeah because there's a lot of people that aren't going to like if something's called a challenger or a charger or a camaro and it's not yeah i was just going to go there through the years it's it's kind of upsetting to me to see what they've done with some of these nameplates like 
even the Mustang, mm-hmm. the Mustang way back when there was the energy crisis, I believe it was in the seventies or early eighties yeah. and they came out with a Mustang two. Yeah. And that's all they offered. Oh, there was all those hatchbacks. Exactly. Stuff. Charger, yeah. which right. we've done some YouTube series on as well. And, you know, to put that name on a vehicle that looks nothing like yeah. its predecessors. Right. No power, no performance. Yeah, it was sad. That was a sad period of auto um, automobiles in general, I would say. Yeah, it's a weird thing to just, like, instead of letting it die, right. you just push the name onto something that it's not... Yeah. Really compatible with. Right. But, yeah. And I'm yeah. hoping they don't do that with the Camaro and the Challenger when they do come back. Because they will come back. I hope it's something that's exciting, mm-hmm. that has some type of muscle car to it. Yeah, just name it something else. Exactly. Fine, yeah. That. Yeah. If it's not going to be anything like it, then just name it something else. I yep. agree there. There's plenty of names out there. Yeah. Yes. Infinite possibilities. Yeah. Just go try to buy some paint and... yeah. See oh, yeah. all the different names, <laughs> right? Yep. And I'm colorblind, so that doesn't help me a lot. It doesn't lot. help you the, Not the, the at all. darker gray ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Scott, what do you say we get cracking here? And let's take a look at our Camaro test drive that was featured on the YouTube channel. In today's episode, we'll be checking out this 2022 Camaro 2SS in shadow gray. This beautiful sixth generation Camaro looks and sounds amazing. The Camaro has quite the history of performance and design for more than 50 years. You name it, he probably has it. Sedans, hardtops, trucks, foreign cars, station wagons, and convertibles. All makes, all models. Chevy in the 60s was a dominant manufacturer of all kinds of cars. But Ford was strong too. In 1965, They wanted to take over and beat out Ford in every category. They introduced the Chevelle to compete with the Falcon. They redesigned the Impala and offered both in the SS configuration. The SS configuration stands for Super Sport and added performance stylings. Both the Impala and Chevelle outsold Ford in the small and mid-sized category. Chevy would sell over 1 million Impalas, which would set an all-time record. They now outsold Ford in full-size, mid-size, and small car categories. So that was everything, right? Well, Ford introduced the Mustang in 1964 and now added another category to compete in. The pony car was created and set a new way for production. Chevy realized they no longer were beating Ford in all categories. They had nothing to compete in the pony car category at all. That very same year, a Chevy executive named Semen Emil Bunky Knudsen had the same people who worked on the Impala work on a new project. Irv Rubicki and Henry Haga were assigned to Chevy's new secret project called Project XP836, or Panther. The team prioritized an aggressive yet sleek design with a wide wheelbase and sports car level performance. Don't just try to be different, try to be right. Come up with an honest look. Clean, sleek, no tinsel or gingerbread, nothing contrived, a direct approach to design that will be in style for years. The name Panther would not stick around for final production, and in 1966, Chevy announced the all-new Camaro. To people sensitive to design, the Camaro is a good, honest piece of sculpture. The Camaro was born with a single purpose in mind. That purpose was to dethrone the Mustang and give Chevy its first pony car of their very own. 
The Camaro name is rumored to originate from the French-English dictionary where the word Camaro is slang for friend, pal, or camaraderie. They went with this name to establish the camaraderie between man and machine. The first Camaro hit the streets in 1967 and came in a coupe or convertible. They took inspiration from the Impala and Chevelle when designing the Camaro and turned it up to 11. Camaro, fiery new creation from Chevrolet. The recessed grille and innovative fender flares were key features of Camaro. The first Camaro came with a 6.5 liter V8 and the SS, Rally, and Z28 packages. Right away, Chevy's Camaro would go hand in hand with performance. Three years later, in 1970, the next Camaro was born. The Gen 2 Camaro got wider, had new headlight design, a more sleek and faster looking rear end, and a larger rear fender. This car was very polarizing. People either really liked this design or absolutely hated it. Chevy bounced back well, and the Camaro would finally outsell the Mustang, even only by about 1,000 units. The second generation Camaro would go through numerous facelifts and changes to the grille. The third generation Camaro was released for the 1982 model year. This was the first Camaro with fuel injection. It now also had an automatic option in addition to the standard transmission. The third gen was 500 pounds lighter than the Gen 2. The 1980s Camaro was very different from previous generations and looked like the quintessential 80s sports car. The Camaro was chosen to be the official race car for the IROC or the International Race of Champions. After this, the Z28 was rebranded as the IROC Z. Chevy would release the 20th anniversary commemorative edition in 1987 and a 25th anniversary heritage edition in 1992. 1993 was the release of the 4th Gen Camaro, and it stayed on the original F-Body platform. The 4th Gen was very different from Gen 3 and smoothed out a lot of the sharp muscle car corners it previously had. The body was a lot more rounded, but it was still offered in a coupe or convertible. In 1998, the 5.7-liter V8 LS1 engine was the first all-aluminum engine offered in a Camaro since 1969. This new LS1 would output 325 horsepower. The fourth generation Camaro wouldn't last very long as in 2002, the F-Body Camaro stopped production. Chevy saw low sales numbers for these kinds of vehicles and killed the project. It's time for the all new Chevrolet Camaro. In 2010, the Camaro would be back after an eight-year hiatus. It now had a lot more retro design aspects and pulled inspiration from the original Camaro styling. The new fifth-gen Camaro now had an all-new chassis and suspension platform. The 2010 Camaro SS also had 100 more horsepower than its biggest competition, which happened to be the Mustang GT. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The 2009 Camaro, right here. These fifth-gen Camaros produced around 426 horsepower through the LS3 V8 engine. 
it was now lighter and more agile than the Mustang. The Camaro was back and vaulted itself toward the top of the muscle car food chain. 2010 introduced the fifth gen Camaro and 2013 brought the reintroduction of the Z28. The Z28 was back to being a performance beast and it pumped out 505 horsepower. This generation of Camaro would be very competitive in the muscle car market. It is a true pleasure for me to introduce the 2016 Camaro. In May of 2016, the sixth generation Camaro was released. The first offerings for the 6th Gen were the LT and SS trim. More trim levels and additional features would be added as the years went on. In 2016, the 6th Generation Camaro won the 2016 Motor Trend Car of the Year Award. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that Motor Trend's 2016 Car of the Year is the all-new Chevrolet Camaro. That is very impressive for a car that just had a major overhaul and redesign. The car would weigh 200 pounds less and was architecturally over 70% unique from all GM vehicles. The 2017 Camaro would earn a 50th anniversary edition. The 50th anniversary edition had some unique badging and interior touches to show off the lifespan of the Camaro. Chevy didn't stop leveling up their performance with the 2018 ZL1 that had 615 horsepower and was a few hundred pounds lighter than the standard SS. This 2022 Camaro 2SS is in a beautiful shadow gray color. In true Camaro style, there's a lot of grill on this car. That isn't for nothing, as of course you need to cool down the powerful 6.2 liter V8. The Camaro rides very nicely as a result of the race suspension and 20 inch chrome wheels that it sits on. The four piston Brembo performance brakes help slow this powerful vehicle down. With this model, you will get 455 horsepower and 455 pounds of torque as well. Easy to remember. This Camaro is estimated to have a top speed of 165 miles per hour. As you can see, the profile of this vehicle is gorgeous. Chevy really made sure that the lines and stance of this vehicle were top notch. The car goes beautifully from the front and transitions well to the back of the vehicle. The slight flares of the rear fenders gives the car a wider appearance and make it a little meaner. The taillights on this vehicle even look mean and have a more aggressive look. The interior of the vehicle is so well laid out and you can tell that Chevy wanted to make sure you would enjoy driving this car for more than just the power. As you open the door, you'll be greeted with some nice finishing touches. The door and dash have some small accent light strips to break up the almost all black interior and add some flair. You'll also see the bright red seat belts that play off the red of the SS badge. Not only does this vehicle have a lot of performance, it also has a lot of comfort features. You could definitely use this car as a Monday through Friday daily driver and then take it out on the track during the weekend. The interior is a black leather with very comfortable bucket seats. 
Those seats are heated and vented. A very easy to use dual zone climate control, a sunroof, and a leather wrapped shift knob and wheel. This vehicle really is a great balance of comfort, style, and power. The interior chrome accents around your dials and vents add a wonderful contrast and give a great outline to all of your important knobs and dials. Chevy did a great job at not overcomplicating anything or putting too many buttons anywhere. As many performance cars have now, this Camaro comes with premium audio. This 2SS is armed with a premium Bose sound system that sounds absolutely amazing. And speaking of sounding amazing, the exhaust system on this car is music to my ears. The rumble and rasp of this exhaust makes the car feel so powerful. The exhaust is active and can be controlled by the various drive mode switches in the center console. The six-speed manual transmission is a blast to drive, and behind a leather-wrapped steering wheel are paddles for rev matching. This configuration makes this vehicle a lot of fun to drive. This Camaro comes with a black appearance package, which includes black mirror caps, black bow ties, and a satin black rear spoiler. The satin black and the shadow gray work really well together, and it adds a subtle contrast that looks absolutely amazing on the road. This vehicle is just under 10,000 miles and it looks as good as the day it came off the lot. In 2013, maybe it was 14, I came across a 2010 Camaro SS3LT. It was yellow and black, only had 6,500 miles on it. It was a sick, loved it, and I just had to have it. Now, it was yellow and black. I had never seen the Transformers. So wherever I went, people would say to me, hey, you've got the Bumblebee car. I'm here like, what are you talking about? But, well, I guess it kind of looks like a Bumblebee. And then I did a little research. Why is everybody calling this the Bumblebee car? And there you go, the movie Transformers. So I had a Bumblebee Camaro. I will say I just love the looks of that Camaro, but it wasn't the best riding car. It had a lot of blind spots, which kind of was scary, especially when I went to like say Boston. Uh, you know, changing lanes was kind of difficult, but I just love the rumble of that car. And as I mentioned, it was a six-speed manual transmission, so you could really go through the, the gears like butter, and the sound was just breathtaking. You knew I was coming down the road when I had my Camaro SS3 LT. And there it is, Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA, the Camaro. We had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see how long it's stayed in history. And like we talked about, it went away for a while. Uh, but it's always kind of been one of those names in sports and muscle cars. Iconic. That, yeah, exactly. No question so, about it. Like we talked about earlier, we'll see how that goes with what the future holds for yeah muscle cars. And Camaro has not been my favorite car because I've always been a Ford person, a Ford Mustang person in particular growing up. But Camaro is right by Ford and right by the Dodge Challenger. Yeah, they're fun uh, to drive in if you're looking forward. Yeah, absolutely. No question you don't about it. about people around you. Yes. So once again, Scott, we want to thank all of our great veterans out there. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for serving our country. We really do appreciate it. And, and uh, um, what you've been through uh, is just unheard of and unspeakable. Uh, we do appreciate it very, very much. Of course. So happy, happy Veterans, Veterans Day. Day weekend to everyone. want to thank... 
thank everybody for listening to our test drive podcast today, number 35. I'm Lee Baudet, your host, Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA. And be sure to check out our test drive series on YouTube. We'll see you next time on our next podcast, one week from today, every Friday. And remember, let's never forget the men and women serving this great country of ours. Goodbye, everybody.